Welcome back to the Water Boys podcast. What happened to our previous episode, Josh, that we just recorded? Well, Nick, we had half an hour of good stuff. That was some good content. It was flowing very nicely, yeah. and the Wi-Fi drops it. Wi-Fi drops it. We didn't. We're. Up, I wonder if it's because we're up higher than last time. Last time we were level four. Now we're in level six. I don't know if that makes a difference, but for some reason, it saved our pre-recordings which is basically a warm-up that nick and i have but it didn't save the actual episode that we actually wanted to save so watch anchor like save it later in the day i i really do hope so but i feel like we lost that one unfortunately i think yeah i think it's gone to be honest so uh, it's just gonna be one episode this week guys i know you won't be too bummed out but we were because we actually did a pretty good job on that first episode but Instead, we're going to just uh, scrap out the five games to watch for. We're going to make one episode because we have a time limit right now. And we're going to talk about uh, current events. And then we'll do the teams that have surprised us or players even that surprised us so far this year. Quick note, you know that uh, stand that Giannis broke or Giannis broke down in OKC? Yes. I feel like doing that right now. <laughs> Except I think uh, Giannis can get away with it because he's a superstar. But if we were to do that here, I'm pretty sure we'd be banned for life. That's true. Okay, we got our current events and we got our surprise teams for this episode. Yes. So what are we starting off with? Current events? We'll kick it off with current events. Yeah, we still got to talk about stuff that's been happening, right? Yes. Well, we talked all about this in the last episode, but I'll start with Mello. I guess it's a rehearsal. It's a rehearsal at this rate. Great. What do you what do you think about the Melo signing, Nick? It's an okay signing. I think they're severely lacking options right now at the four, and I think they need a cover for Collins right now. Hassan's not pulling through at the five at all. Yeah, especially defensively, right? I I mean they got uh, Collins out with an injury. He dislocated his shoulder. Mm-hmm. He had surgery, so he's out. What, what was it like four to six weeks or something like that? Four to six weeks. Yep. So four to six weeks. Uh, desperate times calls for desperate measures, and this is a pretty desperate one going for Mello, I feel. Wow, that was a hot take from you, man. Well, I mean, because, Nick, th- what this team needs is defense. In yeah, a way, yeah. in a way, their offense is not that great, but right it's now. also not that n- not terrible. You know what I mean? Last year, Portland had the third best offense in the league. Their defensive rating was third was uh, at three, offensive, this, but yes, yeah, and then it dipped to thirteenth this year. Defensive rating was at sixteenth last season. They're at twentieth right now. Dropped down to twentieth. Uh, if you look at the rating, though, they've improved by 0.4. I guess other teams have improved defensively, but uh, that's where I feel they need more help on the defensive side. And right now, with Anthony coming in, he hasn't played in a year. I feel like teams are definitely going to be going for this guy. Oh, for sure. Right? They're going to do what Utah did to was it OKC, OKC yeah. in the playoffs. They're going to they they're going to do do what they wanted, right? The, they had Mitchell trying to look for that hunt that matchup every yeah, time. Yeah, all the time and Mitchell was just burning him, right? It got to a point where they actually had to sit him out, right? Yeah. But I feel like that's going to happen more this year. And Unfortunately, I don't think this is going to work. They're going to be looking. They, they want this guy to play more offense. They want him to go pick and pop, right? Pop back to the three-point line, just like how teams, all the teams are functioning nowadays, right? 
but uh, I feel like that's not going to work out with him, uh, especially on the defensive side. I think he's. I, I feel like there's going to be a good chance that they might actually drop him. I, well, it's a trial of twenty games, like we said, right? It's non guaranteed until January twenty uh, seventh. You said. Uh, no, on the 7th of January. Oh, sorry, 7th of January. So that's a span of 20 games almost, or 15, 20 games. It's non-guaranteed. It's not a big risk. I mean, what can you lose, right? I mean, you have so many key players out right now. Nurkic, Collins, Hood is out with a back problem too. Yes, it's just like the list keeps going on and on. And the fact that you're start you're starting to put your hope in young, unproven players, like you were saying earlier today, you want to ease them in, right? You don't want to be putting them into the fire right away where it's going to be hard because they don't have the experience. I mean, Anthony Simons has been doing okay, right? He's not hes hes not exactly a finished product, but I can see a future in the NBA for this kid, and he's going to be good. But like right said, now, man, like, he needs, he's not, the, he's not going, going to be the guy you, you put your faith in, right? Like I said, trial by fire for Nazir Little and Simons. Yep, exactly. Right. I, I agree. And they're missing Seth Curry right now. They're Seth missing Curry. Evan Turner. And they're then, missing Mo Harkless, Alfaru Aminu, and a lot of those bench players that held it together. Exactly, because they, they were proven. They did what they were supposed to do. And they had the experience for it. But the guys you bring in don't cover any of that at all. Mario Zona, Bazemore. Zona has been... I mean, a reclamation project, but that has not worked out whatsoever. Nope. And then there's Whiteside, who defensively, I mean, he might be getting all those blocks, Nick. But I feel like they're empty stats right now at this point. He just waits for guys to come at him, right? That's true, yep. And the thing is, once you start switching out, you know, smaller player, he'll hit that shot over him all, all day, right? Or blow by him. Exactly, because he doesn't, move, he his doesn't feet. move the feet, doesn't put the effort in. So, I mean, I, I just don't know if this is going to work out. If if anything, I was expecting they go for Kevin Love, right? There's been rumblings about that for a while now. Everyone's saying go for Kevin Love, you know. I think the, we've talked about that too. Yeah, so like the, the smart move would be giving up, um, giving up Whiteside and getting, uh, getting Love back, right? Because Cleveland's already spending a lot of money on on Love and Thompson, they're, yeah, Love and Thompson. They're not exactly cheap, exactly. And on a team that's rebuilding, you want those contracts off your your roster, right? Yeah. So if anything, you give Whiteside to the Cavs, expiring contract. He's off the books next season. You give Love to the to the Trailblazers. Boom, there you go. That's you, all in from the Trailblazers. Though. Exactly. Yeah, but I mean, at this point, you you, you, sh- you sort of have to. You come, you're coming off an Eastern Conference Finals. You're basically wasting. You are Lillard. really bad with your like words today, man. Western. Yeah, sorry. Western Conference Finals. And then you're basically wasting a year of Lillard's best season ever. His prime, yeah. You're wasting him, CJ's prime right now. So there's... I guess, I mean, if you want to make a move, that's the move you got to make. That's true. I mean, let's not be negative. Let's The jury's still on on them. Let's I hope wait he and proves see. us wrong. Right. Let's wait and see. I think we have some better news. Another small forward who's been out for a little bit. 
came back from so- shoulder surgery. Been lighting up the last two games in like 40 minutes that he's played. It's been insane how good he's been. George, man, wow. I quote from him. He said he's been, uh, he's never felt better, had new shoulders. That's true. I saw that. New shoulders. Uh, Yeah, especially for the Clippers right now, they're going through a little bit of a rut in terms of injuries. You got Kwai, who missed the second game in a row with uh, a knee contusion day to day, apparently. Then you got Beverly with the sore left calf. Shamit has the high ankle sprain. I know everyone thought this team was going to be a defensive juggernaut, but they haven't proved it so far. Well, young season, right? Yeah, exactly. Young season. And then on top of that, these guys haven't been practicing together. I'll read you a quote from what Doc Rivers said. He said, we've had one live practice with Pat Kwai Sham, Paul George on the floor, one this season. I'm talking training camp as well. So you're not going to have any continuity right now. So, of course, those num- the, their defensive numbers are going to be low right now. But uh, give it some time, and I think they will get up there eventually. A midseason, I think they'll have their form. Yeah. yeah. And like Especially like you were talking about earlier. Like All the teams that ended up traveling all the way to Asia, they've had a little bit of a hard time uh, playing, right? They've started I th- slow. Yeah. I think most of them have started slow. Yeah. I think the... F- only three of them have done well, like Toronto, Lake, uh, LA, and I want to say Dallas, but I'll go with the Clippers instead, I guess. Yeah, and so they haven't had the time to practice. Uh, they lost, I, I feel like you lose time, especially going over there and then coming back. Slowly you see Indiana picking it up. Slowly you see Sacramento starting to pick up wins, and that's without uh, Fox too, right? So, uh, you know, maybe teams are going to start questioning whether they should go on these road trips. Well, like I said before in the last podcast, sorry, I'm a little agitated that we lost that episode. But, I mean, there's always, we look at the skill side of the NBA, then the physical side, right? We look at team, how the X's and O's work and how matchups and lineups work. But we never, the underrated part about all of this is the mental, right? The mental part of the NBA. It is a grind. Correct. 82 games, then you're playing 16 more in the playoffs, 16 to 28, depending on how long it goes, right? So that adds up to 110 a year. That's a lot of games it in is. one year, right? And I mean, mentally, these guys could burn out anytime. I mean, with the Clippers, they're probably still recovering from traveling so much. Same with the Lakers, same with Brooklyn, same with Indiana, same with Sacramento. Yeah. I mean, all these, all this traveling does play a huge part. And not to mention that they have a lot of new bodies too, right? Yeah. So you don't, you don't have that familiarity with all of these players. So it's different. It takes time to, to, to uh, fuse into one, right? Yeah. So that has a lot to do with it too, I feel. And like you gotta, every game day you gotta prepare, right? You gotta sleep as well, and you gotta arrive to the arena early for pregame treatment. Then you have postgame treatment. I mean, that's is a lot of time spent in one game or one sport. Exactly. So I can see you can see rumbling, or you can see why they're starting so slow. Uh, hopefully, they start picking it up. I feel like once we head into January, we'll have us a, a more solid picture. I feel like a lot of the some of the teams might start changing in terms of spots 
in the playoff scheme of things, right? So standings might start switching up a little bit more. Um, but I, yeah, I feel like Jan- January we should have a more solid picture than it is right now. I think like the top six in the West, they're locked in. I, I feel they're locked in. I think they're going to uh, change seedings a lot. The bottom two spots of the West, I think, is going to change a lot as well because you got, I think it was like five teams that have similar records down there. I think it was Portland, Portland, Sacramento, Phoenix, San Antonio. So we got San Antonio, Phoenix, Portland, Sacramento. Did I say Sacramento? Yeah, I feel like you did already. Uh oh. <laughs> uh oh. Dallas. Dallas, yeah. Yeah, you got four to five teams in that bottom two spot fighting for that spot, right? Yeah, I agree. There's like, we'll get a little bit into this in terms of uh, when we start talking about surprises so far. Because uh, I feel like, uh, like I'll give my verdict on Dallas. I know they're doing well right now, but I'll give it to you right after when we start doing that. Uh, want to switch to something else you want to talk about? Uh, for example, Bill Russell. I don't know if you saw this. Bill Russell finally accepted his Hall of Fame ring oh, I after I heard 44 years. Yeah. Uh, apparently, he, oh, I'll read you what he said on his tweet. He said, in 75, I refused being the first black player to go into the Hall of Fame. I felt others before me should have had that honor. So, uh, you know, that's like a typical Bill Russell thing to do. He's a very humble dude, if you know, ever notice. He's an act. I would say activist. Yeah. So uh, that was a pretty interesting. And then also I wanted to talk about how Tim Duncan was actually coaching the Spurs uh, last night on Saturday against the, who are they playing? Portland. Portland, correct. And uh, you can see that, uh, well, the, the the articles had it as uh, Becky Hammond and the other assistant coach and Tim Duncan were all coaching by uh, committee, but uh, if you look at the video, you see you see Tim Duncan into the, in the huddle, and he's giving out all directions and stuff. It was actually pretty interesting to see uh, what the future might be in San Antonio. Could you imagine Timmy coaching these guys after Pop uh, is gone? I could see it. I think Timmy would uh, he'd be a good coach. He'd just be that silent type that never says anything if the team does something wrong. <laughs> That's what I do when my team does something wrong. It's like. <laughs> Let's give him that silent treatment. It's not worth my breath. Oh, man. You want to switch it up now? We'll switch it up to the surprises of the season. Surprises, Nick. All right. You go with your first surprise, bro. Phoenix. How wrong I was. I I think they're at 7-4 and right now. I forgot their record, but... The additions of Baines and Rubio really changed that team. Kelly Oubre is playing well. And they have who else do they have on that team? There's one more guy, Dario Saric. Dario Saric, yeah, another he's guy. He's been playing well. Yeah, uh, top five offense this year for Phoenix. Yeah, Phoenix, top five offense and in terms of offensive rating. I I agree, especially Baines. You know, he gives them more of an option to shoot. Right. Uh, I wonder how that's going to change once Aiden comes back. From his, uh, what is it, 25-game suspension, right? Yes. So I wonder how that dynamic's going to change. Are you wonder if they're going to leave Aiden on the bench and then just start out with Baines? Or I wonder if they're going to return back to having Aiden on the floor as a starting. I think you have to go with Aiden. He has so much tools in that bag. Yeah. And then Booker's 
Booker's been unbelievable. He's his efficiency is just amazing. There's been games where I've been looking at his stats and watching him. Games where he only misses four shots in a single game. It's just crazy how his efficiency has improved so much. And it's not an empty stat anymore, Nick. He's actually balling out there and he's helping the team win. I think there are surprises for this season, but I don't know if they can sustain it. I have reservations about that bench. And I have reservations about that team moving forward too, right? I mean, Baines and Rubio is only going to be there for a little bit. And they're all, I think they're almost at their 30s, right? Yeah, I believe so. I, I mean, think uh, Baines is older than you'd think, Yeah, I, I feel like. And then Rubio is, Rubio's been in the league for a while. I think he should be in his 30s by now already. Yeah, I think that they don't fit the timeline. And I think it's going to be a short-sighted success. I might be wrong. I might have guessed wrong, like you guessed on New Orleans, but it it'll be interesting to see if they can keep it up, right? It'll uh, be interesting. I, sure. I like how Ricky Rubio has played this year. Uh, his shooting has improved quite a bit. I noticed the guy taking threes now, like lots of them. He's like a before, true floor general. That's yeah, why. when before I remember in Utah, like he was a bit hesitant to do that, but now he's like he he's open for three. He's taking it. And he doesn't even care. And he's making the shots too, so he's making them count. So uh, Ricky has a lot to do with that. Well, what's your other surprise? It's a Canadian surprise too. The Canadian surprise? You, the Raptors, eh? Um, I was going to say Wiggins, but go on oh, with the Raptors. Wiggins. You, okay, I thought you were going to say the Raptors, but Wiggins. Okay, go ahead. I think Andrew Wiggins, he's been averaging 25 points per game this season. He's looking like he's on a... He's on a path for redemption right now. Oh, definitely. His best season by far. And by the last far. two games have really exemplified that. They look really lost about Wiggins. Up oh, there. yeah. And unfortunately, um, condolences go out to Wiggins, right? I know he won't listen to us, but still. Uh, his grandmother died, I-, I believe. So he's been missing the last two games with the personal per- reasons. Personal reasons, unfortunately. But uh, yeah, he's been amazing. His clutchness this year. Oh my goodness! I think I just checked it. There. I think I checked it yesterday. Clutch in the clutch. He's nine for. He's nine for fourteen. I think. Oh, that's high. So he's he's just going hard at it. It's amazing. He's been so efficient, and even his three point shooting. I think it's at forty five percent in the clutch. He's gotten rid of those uh, mid range jumpers, the long ones, though. Oh yeah, definitely. The the mid ranges disappeared. Like I said last time in the other episode, uh, they showed a graphic. He's only shooting four of them this year compared to seven last year. Less dramatic. Yep. So now he's 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 up there right now, and um, I'm excited. I hope he can keep it up. It'd be great for Canada and Canada basketball. Speaking of Canada, you were gonna go with the Toronto Raptors. Uh, you know they've they're doing well. But I wouldn't say it's a surprise, really, just because we should have. We I think we underestimated them just because they lost Kawhi Leonard, right? Pascal, he was in. Pascal, he was still playing pretty well last year, right? Spicy P, he was he was on a roll for uh, for the second player that they go to on that team, right? And he had the makings for a guy who could lead a team, and surely enough, that's what he's been doing. Him and Van Vliet just been on fire this year. So that's my boy, uh, Flan Fleet Senior. Even even though 
even though we all expected them to take the road down, I think we just underestimated all their players, really. Well, like you said, with new teams of new players, right, they have that continuity as well with the whole squad. They only lost one player, to be exact. Exactly, and then the rest are coming back, right? Yeah. So I can, like, I think we just underestimated this team, but good for them. They're doing well, and they're also doing it without uh, Lowry and... Serge Ibaka. Serge Ibaka, who are both injured, right? That's true. What's another surprise? Oh, I got one for you. Luka Doncic. I was actually going to talk about the Mavericks as a whole, but go ahead. I'll go with Doncic. We can talk about Porzingis after. I think you wanted to talk about him. With Luka, year one to year two, I think year one he's averaging like 20 per game. 20, yeah. right? Yeah. Year two he's averaging, right now he's averaging 28.7. That's insane. So you know who who else who's in the league right now that's had a jump that big? Uh, you told me the stat earlier, but go ahead. I uh, explain it. The only other player I've seen have a jump that big in his second year is LeBron James. And that's that's amazing. Elite company. That's elite company. Exactly. It's amazing that he's been doing that well, and not only that, bro, but like he's also almost averaging a triple double. I think uh, it's only assists that that he's like at nine point one or something like that, right? He's like twenty twenty eight eight and nine or something like that. Something like that, but he's close to a triple double. And like I said last time, like his triple doubles are in an empty stat. Like people are not boxing out for him to get rebounds. He's actually impactful. Exactly. Yeah. So it's amazing how how well he's doing in his second year. I can't I can't wait for this team to, or not this team, but I can't wait for this guy to actually keep this going and see what he becomes in the future i think i don't think he's in his prime yet i think he's five years away from that prime. still away from it could you imagine how good he's gonna be oh my him and porzingis they're not even in their prime and they look okay well speaking of porzingis you wanted to speak a little bit about him yeah i mean porzingis for everything that's been said about him right he's he's still i feel like he's he can still do a little bit more uh, he showed some grit last game. Yeah, he played really well yesterday against the Toronto Raptors, right? Um, his shooting will improve. Like He's only shooting 39% from the field right now. And even his three-pointer, three-point percentage is only at 33. So um, there's room for improvement there, right? He's He's been trying to do more pick and pop than anything, but maybe he should start maybe rolling towards the rim a little bit more like he showed in yesterday's game against the Raptors, right? He, he ended up doing pretty well going to the to the hoop. That's true. And he had 15 boards. I think he needs to have that mentality. If you're not playing well in the perimeter, just go down there. You're 7-2, yeah. right? Exactly. Take advantage of, of... Use your length. Yeah, exactly. Just go down there. Yeah, just go down. And then, especially like you said earlier today, like he was going up against Marcus Gasol. Uh, not to right. say Marcus Gasol is a scrub, but he's not exactly the, the defensive player of the year yeah. that we once knew, right? Yeah starting to take a take a step down but uh and then like also as a whole i want to talk about the mavericks like yeah they're they're doing pretty well right now i think they're seven and five if i'm not mistaken Eight and five or something like that. yeah something like that uh they have the third best uh off offense in the league but what worries me is that they don't have the best defense their defensive rating is at 109.3 and to be honest too their schedule has had a lot of easy teams too I mean, I saw uh, I saw the Pelicans in there. I saw there's a like a bunch of teams that like aren't even making the playoffs. But if you look at them against the playoff contenders, 
uh, you'll see that they've lost against the Nuggets, Lakers, Celtics, the Trailblazers. All those games have been losses. That's true, yeah. But uh, so I want to see more of those teams. I want to see them face more of those teams, and I want to see how they do a fair against them. And each of those playoff games that they've, or sorry, playoff opponents that they lost against, they've shown me their weakness, like you said in our early season, or sorry, pre, or sorry, preseason predictions. They're a very top-heavy team. Two talents. That's it. The rest of the team isn't that great. I mean, Kleber, Kleba is okay. Actually, yeah, that was my next point I wanted to hit. He's okay. Like, Seth Curry's a good bench piece. I don't think Hardaway is, like, your starter, to be honest. Oh, I'd hey. rather Josh Jackson, or no, Justin Jackson. Yeah, uh, if you were to look at their stats, for example, um, so far it's always Tim Hardaway Jr. that's showing up third after the, all of them in scoring. And to be honest, he's only shooting at 35%. And well, he needs the ball to be effective. Yeah, and to be honest, that can't be your third best player. No, I think so that's going to eventually come back to haunt them. Unfortunately, right? Yeah, I think you need like a Joel Ingles. That'd be a perfect match in there. Yeah, that's true. Somebody uh, hit threes consistently. Uh, they're gonna. They're they're a good team. Don't get me wrong. I'm not gonna say they're they're scrubs because they're not. But I feel like at some point they're gonna start coming back to earth. And you'll start seeing their true uh, uh, potential. Yeah. yeah, I think they're missing a f- maybe two more pieces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. I, I would think say so. Kleba is a bench piece. To be honest, I don't know if he's like a starter material. Yeah, but you just need, I think, two more pieces. Maybe a center and another shooting guard or a small forward, and that team would be okay. Yeah, for sure, they'll be okay. They'll be more than okay if if you can just surround. Uh, Porzingis and Doncic with decent players. I feel like they'll be okay. Uh, another team I wanted to talk about, the Miami Heat. Oh, the, the Heat culture. The Heat culture, yo. Their, their defense is just amazing so far this year. Their man. offense is fun to watch. Yeah, it is. And like, you know, like I wrote down here in my notes, that it's, it's, uh, it's a team offense. Like everyone is chipping in. There's no one, just one guy where he's just going to be scoring uh-huh. 20 points a game, right? Yeah. Jimmy Butler, I know everyone thought he was going to be lighting the world on fire. World on fire, but he hasn't so far. I, I mean, not to say that he's doing terrible, but he's only averaging 18.4 points per game. And then he's shooting 45% from the field, which is not bad. From three, he's shooting an abysmal 24%. I think he'll if, find he was bearing. If you look uh, at his career, second lowest after his rookie year when he he'll shot 15%. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But for now, so far, he's he's a little bit down. But like when you got guys like Tyler Hero, Kendrick Nunn, Kendrick Nunn Bam, and uh, James Johnson. Yeah, all these guys, they're all chipping in. I think I was checking out uh, their team as a whole, and I think they were... Uh, I think six guys are are in, are averaging double digits in, in terms of scoring, and another one of my bright spots on this team is Goran Dragic. Like, uh, say what you want of the guy, he's coming off the bench, but like, I feel like he can be uh, one of the uh, six men of the year, uh, one of the contenders for that award. He's doing pretty well right now. Whoops! I hit my microphone. <laughs> 
he's doing pretty well with it right now. He's averaging 16.1 points per game, and he's averaging 5.1 assists per game. you got to give him kudos for being able to accept his role off the bench. I mean, well, he's playing for a contract, right? So you got to. That's very true. What do you call it? Anyone else you want to point out, Nick? I think that's all the time we have for now. We'll conclude this episode. I'm still salty about our last episode. We lost it. Yeah, I'm sorry, Nick. I should have been more uh, aware of our Wi-Fi troubles here. It's not your fault, I think. We'll do what we have. we got to make the best of the situation. I want to thank everyone for listening. If if you can, please follow us on Instagram at Waterboys. Pod, podcast, right? Yes. With Boys a with a Z. Uh, so far, we're trying to... We have a few ideas in terms of what we're going to be publishing on there in terms of co- uh, content. I think we got a couple good ideas uh, waiting in the oven right now. We're just going to cook it up. All the videos are Josh and all the picture or player pictures are mine. <laughs> yeah, and so far they're working. Uh, we're, we're getting people to notice and uh we just want to share our opinions in terms of basketball fyi we're on all six platforms i think yes we are sorry spotify apple Podcasts, rocket rocket or pocket cast pocket cast google yeah, just anything guys anything, anything you, you you download your uh podcast from we'll be on there uh thanks for listening guys uh sorry about uh being one episode short but uh Thanks for everything, and we'll catch you guys later. We'll catch you next Sunday.